0: What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Welcome to Season 7. I know I said it last week, but welcome to Season 7, okay? Episode 2 of Season 7. I can't believe that we made it to Season 7. I never thought that I would make it to seven seasons, because I promise you, when I first started, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make it to Season 2, let alone Season 7, baby, but we're here. Um, And so... That's exciting. Uh, Welcome. Welcome to the World's Witness podcast starring your girl, me, Leah Marie. If you're not new here, welcome home. Come on in. Dinner's ready on the table. If you are new here, there's a couple rules. Come in. Take your shoes off at the door. Um, If you're hungry, there's food. You want something to drink, we got water. We got iced tea if you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling a little parched. If you're feeling spicy, we got coffee. All right. Welcome to the welcome to the house of weird starring me mother of all things weird okay so i'm glad you're here um so we're gonna go ahead and jump right into it um as you can see this one's a very special episode for me um because it's a special episode for me and um i think that i haven't had a whole lot of conversations um i've never really verbalize a lot of things that I'm going to verbalize today on like a, a scale, like a, a whole scale. Um, definitely in conversation. If you ask, not ashamed at all. Definitely will happily say it. No issues, no problems. I've just never had, you know, a time where I've just said it out loud. Um, and so So there are some conversations that I've had over the past couple of months and some things that have been brought to my attention. And so I think that I have a really good space to talk about it, right, Um, to talk about these things. I mean, not that I needed the space because it's personal experience, but um, definitely want to have some time. But I'm going to tell you what inspired I'm going to tell you what inspired today's episode topic. So there's a song by Lola Brooke that's called Don't Play With It, right? Um, If you know, you know, right? Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Come on, baby. Don't play with it, right? Okay. So the second part of her chorus goes, my hitters don't play with it. Don't play with it. They stay with it. And I'm okay with it because when it comes to me, they don't play with it, right? So if you understand you understand right you understand those bars um and so today in fact um i was listening to that song and i always sing that part of the course with full confidence okay like everything in me i be singing it i be singing it and i know why i sing it but then it really 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 hit me today like wow okay um i really got some hitters behind me and they really don't play about me and and if i really needed something they would they would go to they would go for me right and so <clears throat> and when i when i'm speaking of right speaking of black men um A couple of months ago, and it was brought up recently too, but a couple of months ago I had a conversation with um, from last season. If you listen to the episodes, you know who Mr. Man is. Um, I had a conversation with Mr. Man, and he brought up, mind you, this was months ago, he brought this up to me. He said, you know, you're the first person, you're the first woman that I know who um, doesn't have any traumatic past. They don't now we weren't necessarily having spicy talk, but we were having some very adult conversations, right? And he had brought up some things and um, was asking me questions, whatever. Um, But it was about a spicy topic, you know what I'm saying? If you know, you know. Anywho, um, he was like, you are the only woman that I know that has this side of her that was not induced by a traumatic experience. You don't have, you don't have that trauma story. You don't have anything that affected you traumatically, that created that side of you. Um, and he was like, Where'd it come from? Right? So that was the first time that I have ever been asked that. Um, but then it came up again, like I said, we, he had brought it up again. He was like, it's so crazy to me that you just are the only, like, you're really one of the only people that I know that has never had like a traumatic experience. And a lot of times those traumatic experiences were brought on by black men, um, towards, you know, these black women that were in his life or that are in his life. So he was just like, you know, you just don't have that. And it made me realize that I have a very unique experience And I think it's important that um, there's, it's important for me to say out loud, right, these things, because there is such a, there's a huge ongoing conversation about how black men are unsafe how black men make black women feel terrible how black men you know don't protect black women how black men cause trauma how a lot of black women the trauma that they have endured have has come from black men and i'm never going to invalidate a woman's experience or anyone's experience because that's your experience and i'm never going to tell you that that's not right, that that's not true but what i am going to say is that obviously that's not all Right. And I am proud and happy to say that I have never been violated by a black man. Um, Every step of the way, I've always had a black man in my corner. And the thing about it is, is that even with a lot of, uh, and some, and a few of these black men throughout the years, I haven't had like a super close relationship with, like, for example, my brother. Me and my brother, we're five years apart, but my brother was also like we grew up in the era where kids actually went outside. And so, with my brother being older and him being around his friends, they was always gone out of the house. So I, you know, me and my brother, when I was a, when I was young, when I was young, like kindergarten through maybe second grade, I was I was always up my brother's butt because I was my I was my big brother. He would let me sleep in his bed, all these kind of great things, right? Um, but obviously, as we got older. He started to spend more time with his friends, and I started to just, I was always around the younger kids. Um, and then when I was 10, he ended up moving away to go live with his father. Um, and so then after that, my brother was just gone from the house until I was like, I don't know, maybe 13, 14. Um, and so um, he moved back in the area where, where you know, uh, me and my mother lived. And so, <clears throat> with my brother being older and just being into the things that he was and, and the things that he was doing or whatever, uh, we just didn't have a whole lot of bonding time, you know what I mean? Um, and even and even you know, just a few years back, him and I got into it real bad and we had started talking. But one of the things that I can always say is that if I ever needed my brother, my brother was always. Pre- would be present for me, right? Um, he's not super emotional. So when it came to, like, emotional things, he wasn't, he's just kind of not one of the men to go to. Um, and, I, and I know that because we all know that there are men that, you know, it's just people in life in general. Some people you can go to about certain things and some people you just can't. And that's fine, right, because of who they are. Um, <clears throat> but there's one thing that has always been consistent no matter what. When I'm around my brother, I'm safe. I know for a fact that I am always safe. It don't matter what's going on. My brother's gonna protect me regardless. And even as a grown adult, first of all, he was still trying to play big brother, and I'd be like, "Sir, I am in fact very grown." But if I called my brother today and was like, "Brother, I really need you," he would he would make sure that he would come to my rescue, right? Um, and so that's that. So I grew up with that. Um, and then there were just kind of scattered men, black men, that were in my life. Uh, However, whether it was through church or whatever, what have you, um, or even some of my brother's friends that that I grew up around, that I call Big Brother, those are you know other black men that I always knew that I was okay with. Um, and then as I became older, um, and things started to kind of <laughs> really start to matter a little bit more, right? I'm in my 20s now at this point. Um, I was always surrounded by Black men that I knew had my back regardless. Um, Two of them being, one of them being my mentor. Um, Being able to experience safety in the education system and being covered by black men was something that I had never experienced before because I had never really had a black male teacher before. So that was a whole nother experience, right? Um, And so my mentor and one of my other professors that just kind of involuntarily became one of my mentors, um, I knew that if I needed something that they were always present to me, they were always available to me. Um, I knew that if I needed, you know, my mentor, like my actual mentor, that man has gone through ups and down, down with me. Shout out to Michael Love. Um, that, listen, that <laughs> when I tell you that man has been through the ups and downs with me while um, he was, at when we were, because he ended up leaving the college that I was at because he got hired for a better position at a different college, which is fine, but while we were together with that year and a half that man went through the ups and downs with me okay um whether it was me boohoo crying about i wanted to quit school and just leave whether it was me coming to him talking about my boyfriend or, or my ex at the time, or the guys that I was dating, having those conversations, having conversations about, you know, my friendships, my family, whatever, whatever, right? About life and, and the things that I want to do. The man went through the ups and downs with me, and he once again remained solid, spoke life into me, gave me confidence, and he was a great example. That's another thing. I'll, I'll, just about all of the men that are around me always led by example, in in the areas that I gleaned from them, you know what I'm saying? So um, that was also amazing. He was my, I I asked him to be my mentor because he was, he embodied what I wanted to be as an educator. Um, The things that I strived for to be, you know, I strive for even still now, the things that I, even still now, okay, so let's put some perspective Um, He became my mentor back in 2015, 16. I want to say the beginning of 2015, 16, sorry. Anywho, he became my mentor and he still to this day is my mentor. Um, And he still to this day, okay, hear me carefully. Still to this day, this man still leads by example. And he's still embodied even as he's growing, right? And and pursuing his own dreams, he is still the embodiment of an educator that I um just a, a fraction of who I it, it inspired to be like, right? Um and I know that we all are very different. And so I know that I will be my own educator when it comes time. Um but He's just, he's such an inspiration. And so um, that's another place like in the educational realm, um, he was always my safe haven and so was my other mentor. And so that was another beautiful thing. Um, And even on my college campus, right? There were other black men that I knew were in my corner, hands down, no questions asked. Um, Moving forward, (laughs) um, uh, in my love life, right? Um, my ex, and all the men that I have seriously dated, which were only three. And when I mean dated, I mean like we were dating, okay. Mm, one of them, okay. Let's let's break this down, okay. I had my ex, who was my ex. Um, I had. Two men that I would say I was seriously courting. We were in courtship, and then another one that I would say was like we were dating, whatever. Um, all of which except for one, so that's what four. I think that was four. It should be four. One, two, three, four. Okay. Three out of the four prior military. <laughs> two out of the three of military were Marines. Okay, so that should just let you know that. Um, and then the fourth one, he was hood. He was he was solely from the hood, okay? Um, he got it tatted on the back of his hands, West Oakland. Um, anywho, <laughs> one of the things in my romantic love life, one of the things that I can always say wholeheartedly, hands down, no questions asked, physically, I always felt safe around them. Um, and still to this day, I probably would say that I still feel very safe around them. One of them I just don't talk to, but, um, well, actually two of them I don't talk to. One was my choice and the other was his choice, which is whatever. Um, but I know that if I was with these people in person for whatever reason, I knew that I would be taken care of. I knew that I'd be safe. I knew that, um... I knew that i wouldn't have to worry right um and then when it came to like other areas some of them and i never feel unsafe there's just i feel like there's just certain things that you unlock with people as time moves forward right um and so um three out of the four i would say that i feel emotionally safe with um Three out of the four, I would definitely say that I feel mentally safe with. Um, two, one, one. I find I got to this part. One of them, I feel spiritually safe with, also, right? And that's that's big, right? You gotta you gotta think about those things when you are thinking about romantic partners, right? What areas do you feel safe with them? And it's not that you, and sometimes even though you can't necessarily say like you haven't gotten to the space where you can't say, you know, that you feel safe with them, it doesn't necessarily mean that you feel unsafe with them. You just, you know, you unlock levels with people, right? And so one of them, I was able to unlock all those things. Like I felt this physically safe. I I feel, present tense, I feel physically safe with him. I feel mentally safe with him, emotionally and spiritually safe with him, right? Um, And then... two out of the four because this is also very important um and for those that are going to feel some type of way whatever because we're grown two of them i felt sexually safe with right and that is huge when you can open yourself up and say hey i feel this way about this person um and, and I know that I can feel safe, I, my body, I can safely trust them with my body, that's the big thing, right? That's huge. That's a huge, huge, huge thing. Um, and so, excuse me, did I say two? I meant three. Three of them, I do. Um, three out of the four. The other one, I wouldn't even allow myself to get that, get that far, maybe too much. Doesn't matter. Anywho. <clears throat> um, but that's one of those things. I don't necessarily feel unsafe with him. I knew that if we opened that door, I probably would feel safe, but I just don't obviously don't deal with him, but I never and really wanted to get to that point and we never got to that point. So what, what else? Um, and so, and the thing about that is, so let me let me just explain something really quick. Um, I really didn't think I was going to go down this road, but here we are. Um, sec, um, when we talk about sexual safety, yes, that includes, you know, just protecting yourself, obviously, right? Whether that's through um, using contraception or whatever, right? If there's something, if there's important details that your partner needs to know or that They feel like you need to know being able to have those conversations and, you know, really tell your partner whatever it is that way y'all could be safe, you know, because we all want to be safe and protect ourselves. But when I'm referring to sexual safety, what I mean is that, you know, this person listens to your wants, your needs, they understand your body they are they are taking the time to learn how your body responds, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. Um, they respect whatever boundaries you set. You know what I'm saying? They're open and communicative. There's communication when it comes to that arena of life, right? Because sex is not just about having sex. It should be it should be a sector that is taken seriously. And when you, when your partner makes you feel safe with them sexually, they are respecting you, they're respecting, that's respecting mind, body, and soul, right? They they are respecting your wants. They respect you and your, and your wants and needs and boundaries. Um, And, and that is also reciprocated. So it brings down walls that have been put up due to whatever, whatever, right? but they're able to navigate in a safe manner in a pace that is conducive to both of you all and um they're able to navigate that in such a smooth way. They listen to you. They listen to your body. They listen to conversations that y'all have. They hear you. They're not just they're not they're not just, you know, hearing you and it sounds like womp, want womp, womp, womp to them but they are using active listening skills and using the best communicate communication skills that they possess to be able to make sure that you are okay um and you should also do the same for them right so when somebody makes you feel sexually safe that's fantastic when somebody makes you feel spiritually safe that is a plus 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 with a check and a plus okay and same goes with mental and emotional safety right and as also along with with a physical safety right because that's all you know that that matters um so those are so like in my romantic area um i've had men that i all of the men that i have seriously dealt with they've all made me feel safe in one in more than one way um spiritual safety right uh, I've I've only been under <laughs> black men, but um, I have also been under black men who were very, very, for real about my spirituality and my spiritual life and my walk with God and things like that. And if I needed questions answered, if I needed guidance, if I needed structure and all these things, I was able to come to them with my questions, my concerns, and have open dialogue and feel safe and comfortable with them. And so that is how, you know, and so in that arena, I have also had nothing but safety that has been provided to me, right? Um, And so I think it is so, 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 so important that the narrative, it is super, super important um, that when we're looking at the narrative, right, of um, of black men and things like that, like I said before, you never wanna, or I won't ever um, invalidate somebody's experience um, because that's their experience and things do happen, right? But I also think that it's very important that we acknowledge the other side of that spectrum. And I just, I definitely wanted to use, um, use this to do so because, like I said, it's not something that I've ever hid because I say it all the time, um, but I've never like said it out loud, you know, um, on like a platform. You know what I'm saying, like said it said it and really went into depth about it um and so i think that um as this conversation it happens right because it's always happening and it's gonna continue to happen um i think that we definitely should uh encourage people to speak their truth um, which whatever that looks like. Um, and like I said, I'm just grateful that I have been blessed to have such a narrative that I do have. Um, and let me tell y'all, okay, let me, (laughs) let me be the first to tell you, I love the black men in my life. Okay. Some of them are weird. Some of them are goofy. Some of them are too serious for their own good. Some of them are, are, the products of their environment, which is not a bad thing, but they will also let you know where they come from. There are men in my life who are nerds. The black men in my life are fantastic. And, and honestly, and all of them, okay? And which I also kind of take pride in them being in my life because all the black men that are like for real in my life, are handsome black men, handsome, 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 in their own way, respectfully, and that doesn't. I'm not saying that because some of them are not actually handsome, and you just be like, oh, you know, you say like, oh, they're you're just cute in your own way. No, 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 no. They have their own like. That's one of the thing. That's one of the things about me. All of the black men in my life, like none of them would be able to fit in the same anything because they are all. So different, Um, regardless of, um, you know, what position they hold in my life or what they do, you know, professionally or whatever. Um, They are all very different. They are, they're not even on the same spectrum. They are all on their own, which is absolutely amazing. Um, But, you know, it's definitely one of those things that I feel like we need to, we just need to do. I needed to do. Let me, let me speak for myself. I needed to do it. 'Cause I wanted to be a part of the I want to speak my truth and let y'all know my experience. Cause that's what we do here, right? We we talk about our own experiences and I've had nothing but amazing experiences with black men. And don't get me wrong, have I had have there been black men in my life that have pissed me off? Absolutely. Has there been, you know, black men in my life who like like i had to cut them off for whatever reason or they feel like they need to cut me off for whatever reason absolutely life happens okay <laughs> like i told you earlier me and my brother got into it and that turned out how it did but i've never been violated by a black man right um have have some have some people done certain things to me that i'm like really you know what i'm saying like might have hurt my feelings yes so when I say violated, I mean like to me like really went above and beyond to do something to intentionally harm me. Um, that doesn't necessarily have to be physical. It could be anything. No one's ever done that. Um, so you know um, but I'm I'm just blessed to say that I you know I, I've had the experiences that I've had so um, shout out to all the black men in my life, okay and y'all know who y'all are um shout out to all the black men period okay shout out to y'all um even the ones that we don't necessarily care for i love y'all too okay and before i close this out i just want to say i love black men because baby there's nothing like a black man okay Have you ever, and I just need you to envision this, have you ever seen a black man with they just smooth, like he got that real nice smooth complexion and that real pretty smile and he could have a fresh haircut, fresh taper, he could have locks, he could just have a fro, he could have braids, whatever hairstyle, he could be bald, okay, but he looked good his eyes are bright, his spirits are high, and he give you that smile. Baby, have you ever seen a black man just smile? (sighs) Take my breath, take all my money, okay? Take all my money. Take my breath away. Do what you gotta do. Send me to the next universe. Because honey, when a black man smiles, my God. Mm. My God. Or I want you to envision this also. Have you ever like let's okay so one of my favorite things okay <laughs> my favorite things in the world um is when a black man is confident in himself which in turn makes him confident in whatever situation we're in right um this is specifically more of like romantic relation you know romantic aspect But when he comes, and he's just, like I said, he's just confident in himself. And it's not that he gets me right, but when a black man corrects you, I don't know what it is about being corrected by a black man. But when he corrects me with love, confidence, do you hear me? But he's still stern, gets me every time. He's not getting me together, but he's loving me. You love me enough to correct me the best way, the right way. It just, mm. and when I tell you there's nothing better than that, because I really, I really be sitting back and be like, (laughs) yes, sir. (laughs) Let me get myself together. And that's really what it be. And one of the people that does this so well is Mr. Man. If you don't know who Mr. Man is, like I said before, you need to go back to the last season and listen to the episodes because Mr. Man, he he the one, he is the one, mm, he's the one. Anyways, sometimes he'd be having to get me right. He would have to get me right, um, and he would do it with just so, just so much poise. So, and he, like I said, he never got me together. He just corrected me, and then. I would get myself together because the way that you just loved me through that correction, baby, and then have the audacity to just give me a nice little kiss. uh, That's something to my soul. Okay. Anywho, (laughs) black men are amazing. Black men are amazing. And I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking directly to you. Black man, you are loved. Black man, you are amazing. You are needed. Do you hear me? You, we need you. We need you. This world needs you. You are talented. You are creative. Black man, you are intelligent. You are an intellect, okay? Black man, you are extraordinary. You are one of a kind. Black man, there is nothing like you. Black man, you are our pillar, Okay, you are a pillar. First God, then it's you, baby. Okay, black man, you are the head and not the tail. Black man, you are love. You are passion. You are everything that we need. And don't, don't let nobody ever tell you any different. Do you hear me? Because baby, over here, if ain't nobody gonna love you, baby, I'm going to love you, black man. And I do. So listen, okay, I need every black man that's in my life, every last one of you, um, and I will never tell you any different, and if anybody ever tells you that they don't need you, they're lying, and they're full of crap, okay, don't believe them, so I hope you all have an amazing night, <laughs> do something productive this week, do something mind-blowing this week. Do something that changes your life, okay? Um, create a new habit. Read a new book. I don't know. Do something. I absolutely love you all. Uh, come back next week, okay? 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for all a brand new episode. And honestly, next week's episode is kind of going to be a rant, but like a real one. Um, so come come with it you might have we might have some laughs i probably we probably will have some laughs because i'm funny duh all right y'all i want you to go tell somebody that you love them but before you do that i need you to stand in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself because if you don't love you nobody else can love you but guess what mama's gonna always love you all right i'll see y'all next week Bye. bye